Sessionable. Welcome to Sessionable. Hey guys, how you going? Hey, yeah. We're back. We are back. And uh, today we've got myself, Tom. Oh, I got the medley. I'm sorry, you're That's, looking yeah. at me, weren't you? Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, and me, Adrian. Guys. There we go. Is yeah. this actually the first episode that we've recorded this year? Yeah, it is. So the yeah. last episode's Capital, which you recorded in November, I think. Yeah, it was November. Yeah. Um, yeah. A bit of a late one, but I, I think it was some pretty good content. That there. was. I really enjoyed that. that yeah. Happened. Yeah, it was really it cool. That one was good. Um, they're such they're such cool guys, and that that brewery, what they're doing is yeah, really cool. Yeah, and I, I don't think we've recorded together since the advent calendar episodes, really. Which and, we, and that, even we that we split up. Any of yeah, them. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we weren't all three of us yeah. there. Yeah, um, and Brad couldn't make it today, unfortunately. Um, he had daddy duties, uh, so it's not really a complete reunion, but. It's a bit yeah. of a catch up. Yeah, yeah it is. No, it's, uh, so, so this yeah. episode is just going to be a, a general chit chat, catch up, uh, one, of, one of those ones because um, we haven't done one of those for a while. And yeah, there's uh, you know a couple couple of things we'll talk about, what we've been up to, what we've been drinking, what's been going on, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, what what are we drinking right now? We are drinking a beer that I brought back from my holiday over Christmas from Maui Brewing Company uh, from Hawaii. And I brought this one back because this is probably the one I was smashed the most of while I was okay. over there. It's their Hopkinner, which is an IPL. Yep. Um, and it was, you know, pretty much everywhere on the two islands that I was on. You could just go and grab this in any supermarket. I don't know, it was like 10 bucks a six pack sort of a deal. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I brought this along because this is probably the beer I drank the most of when I was over yeah, there. Yeah, nice. Um, I did just pick this up from a supermarket the day before I left, um, and it's a little old. Yeah, but, but it's still yeah, tasting, still tasting all right. It's still like, tasting all right. It's just the yeah. hops have kind of died off hops a bit. Hops died but, down yeah. a little bit, and I, you know, I've had this for like a, over a month as yeah. well, because um, just been trying to find a time to share it with you guys. But um, but yeah, uh, so this is yeah, one yeah, of the, cool. One of the one of the beers I brought back from Hawaii. Really nice. Um, yeah, so I got to you know. Visit a few different breweries in Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. two different breweries. Um, one thing I found was pretty cool is that between either Maui or Kona, pretty much every venue will have at least one of those breweries beers nice. on tap. Yeah, yeah, cool. Like restaurants, just normal bars. Um, yeah, so it was, you could always get something pretty decent. Yeah, yeah. Interesting thing to note of is like, yeah, no, no kettle sours, no, no New England IPAs. I saw anywhere. Wow. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah, it's like old school. West Coast Brewing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was a lot of, you know, West Coast style IPAs, American Pale Ales. Um, IPL was pretty uh, pretty wild. Yeah, it was the only IPL I think I saw while I was yeah. over there. Um, yeah, some pretty big hop driven stuff. Um, they do some fruited beers, but they generally do like um, like a fruited wheat ale. Yeah, like yeah. A, like a, an American wheat with a bit of fruit. I would have thought so a kettle sour would be like... Would go pretty well. Yeah, but, I thought climate yeah. wise. Yeah, like yeah. I thought, yeah, I was very surprised. I didn't see a single sour... When I was over there, the closest thing I saw to a sour was a cucumber soured cider. That sounds yum, though. I actually had at the, one of the Maui restaurants, but I don't think it was a Maui thing. I think it was like a guest cider okay. they had on, yeah. which was actually really, really nice. And it reminded me a lot of the um, the cucumber sour that Batch did that I know okay, you yeah, drank yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. multiple liters of time. I, I but, really um, enjoyed that, yeah. But yeah, like in a cider form, and that was the closest thing I saw to a sour. Um, nice. But yeah, it was pretty cool. Cool, yeah. Um, yeah, no, this, this is tasting pretty good. Like it's, yeah, it's a bit, bit, a bit older. Di- the hops died, died off a little bit, so it's a bit more malt forward. But you get, I think you get some nice bitterness there, yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um, and this is what I drank for Christmas as well, actually. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sitting in, on, you know, ha- having Christmas lunch with my 
inherited American family yeah. while I was over there. <laughs> and um, yeah, brought brought a couple of six packs of this along. And very nice. Yeah, yeah. I um I had Christmas with with my family. Um, and I'm the only, like, like uh, there's a few people in my family who enjoy nice beers, like my uncle and my brother, um, but... But they expect you to bring them. Exactly. Yeah, so, yeah. I, 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 brought, I brought two beers along. I took um, a bottle of Saison Dupont and a bottle of Wildflower Noel, and I thought that was a pretty good Christmas. Yeah. yeah Solid. And what did yeah. you have them with, just with the, the general spread, or did you have them with food, or...? Um, I had the Saison Dupont with sort of like the, like with the dinner spread when we had yeah. dinner, and then I had the Noel more when we had dessert, so... Yeah, yeah nice one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, I had a Riesling. You had a Riesling for yeah, Christmas? On Christmas, yeah. uh, Golden Century, of all places. Nice. Did you get to catch up with your family? or? or you, yeah, I went down the, for the lunch. Christmas? Yeah, I went down for lunch, um, and I didn't drink during lunch, just, you know, did the usual lunch feast. Yeah. And then came back up and had dinner. No hala hala with, yeah. with lunch? No, no, no. hala hala. Okay. Um, yeah, came back, had dinner with a couple of friends and... Yeah. At Golden smashed, Century and smashed a bowl, a bowl had of a Riesling. I think everyone was pretty over it by then as well. So yeah. it's like, it was a very unenthusiastic Riesling drinking. Oh. I don't think I've ever had an unenthusiastic Riesling drink. <laughs> so it sounds like you had a somewhat tame Christmas time. You normally go quite all out with your beer selection. For yeah, I, I just thought like you know the, the, there was, and also I knew that like my uncle would take would bring a few bottles of wine, and my dad would as well. So I was like, that's not all I drank, but I yeah, I, I sort of kept it. Reasonably tame. I, oh, actually, that's a lot. There were also a few cans of Hawker's Double IPA involved, but that's. Yeah. <laughs> but apart from that, pretty tame. Apart from that, pretty tame. <laughs> I forgot about those. <laughs> Funny that. Eh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I actually ended up uh, on Christmas Day night because we had like a, a lunch thing, you know, mm-hmm. and everyone who's over in Hawaii that was there with the group had a big lunch, and then I sort of like you know six o'clock, everyone was starting to fall asleep, so I was like, I'm going home. Went and had a quick swim. I was like, you know what? I feel like a beer. So I walked down to like the local dive bar in Maui where we were staying. And I sort of texted everyone else. I was like, look, if anyone's up for a beer, I'm going in here. And I half expected no one to turn up. But it just uh, turned out that like um, it was just around the time of knockoff time and every hospo worker who'd worked at every single restaurant, <laughs> that's where they were all drinking. So I ended up having um, like Christmas night knockoff drinks with all the hospo workers around the behind area of, of Maui. <laughs> so it was... Propped up in the bar, drinking some Kona Red Ales on tap. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, yeah, you got pretty loose, actually. It was pretty funny. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's good fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was going to say is um, part of the reason why I only brought one of the Maui beers back is because they're actually uh, going to be... The full core range is going to be in Australia very soon. I did see that. Yeah. yeah. So, um, um, I believe Experience It's bringing them yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah, Experience It's pretty in. And I think this is... I'm not sure if this... This might be on the first shipment, I okay. think. This is a limited release one, but I think it might just be like a summer release yep. sort of a thing. But um, other one, which I think is they're, they're probably most known coconut. for, is the Coconut Hiwa, which is what it used yeah. to be called, just Coconut Porter. I think so. Um, but um, which is really good. It's like 7 8%. It's, it's so tasty yeah. as well. It's, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was really good. Um, they do a pineapple wheat ale, which is actually quite nice Ooh. as well. Yep. And uh, it's all local pineapples, and they roast the pineapples oh, in the cool. oven. And so then, you get a bit of a... Yeah, caramelization yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, we'll talk about some of the other breweries I went to in, a bit later on. But, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. Cool. So we're on to our second beer. Yeah. So this one's um, Aussie uh, from over in WA. It's yeah. Other Side Brewing's yeah. uh, Citrus Wheat, Lo-Fi Citrus Wheat. Mm. Yeah. Where did this come from? 
Um, I was giving this as a sample yeah, um, cool. from the, the the East Coast rap um, chase. Um, he was in town the other day. A uh, really nice guy. Um, so other side started off brewing beers for music festivals. Um, I think they were co-owned by like a music provider, and they so they were, they were brewing beers for that. And then you know they were like, well, why don't we like these beers are pretty good. Let's make more. And so um, they're just about to open up their own space, I believe, in Perth. Yeah, um, cool. And yeah, they've made some really nice beers. Um, I haven't tried this one yet. Yeah, um, I enjoyed a couple of the other samples. Yeah, yeah that was they were they were pretty good. Mm. Yeah. So that, yeah. So it's they, a citrus wheat. So, I mean, is it like, you know, like American wheat base? Uh, yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah. Um, and it seems it's a, they call it a pilot series. So I'm guessing it's like a, a one-off beer or something like that. Yeah, mid-strength mid, mid strength American style wheat, dry hopped with American hops and added citrus fruits. Mm. So, yeah. Um, so, I think what they're doing is they're doing a bunch of um, pilot ba- pilot batches and then the ones that are popular become core yeah. range. So, um, yeah, which is, which is cool. Nice way to do it. It kind of reminds me of when I was in the States last year and like every single craft brewery had some sort of fruited IPA. Yeah. And you know, I think Sierra Nevada did like uh, did a couple. Was it Sidecar? Um, yeah. And it kind of just had like Fanta IPAs. Mm. Um, this... Oh, was that that whole um, trend with uh, Ballast Point? And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, I think the, the, that's Ballast Point's had a few of the like a pineapple sculpin or something. Yeah, like yeah I think that. grapefruit sculpin kind grapefruit of grapefruit um, But then kind of was... kicked that whole thing off. Yeah, and it seemed to be like when I did that mega trip, like every second brewery had some like. You know, citrus, yeah, citrus IPA or something like that, and a lot of them were just like literally taste like Fanta, like, yeah, like cordial, yeah, and, and, and Fanta beer. like post mix yeah. syrup added in. Um, this is like that, but just because the the wheat ale base is a bit lighter and nicer, but it's not too super sweet, it's, it's, and, it's and yeah, the, the nice and refreshing. Are, the citrus, I think, actually like it sort of blends in with the hops, and it's mm. not; it's just part of the the whole thing. It's not the the defining. I think it's a really nice summer beer, like yeah, and it's three and a half as well, so it's just really smashable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really smashable and just like. A nice level of citrus where it's not overpowering, mm-hmm. but you know it's there. Yeah, um, and it suits to be really well. I think you know on a day like today where it's you know it's a bit spicy outside. I think it's yeah, gonna sound pretty yeah, well. This, this is pretty good. Um, they're bringing all their stuff over cold, um, and then storing in motors cold. So yeah, yeah. which is cool. I, I really like that from WA breweries when they you know, and a lot of them do really look after um, that supply chain because it is such a long way and it's uh, infamously hot. Uh, yeah, coming yeah, across yeah, from yeah, WA yeah. To, to to Sydney. So no, it's good, and you know I think. I think it, it's also like, yeah, if you're going to bring your stuff over from that far away, there's no point not doing it cold because... Well, they're going to have to get yeah. trained on a, on a train across the Nullarbor. Yeah, exactly. You can imagine what that's going to exactly, be like, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, like, it may as well be imported from the US after all that time if it wasn't cold. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I think it's really great. I think it's exciting that we're starting to see a lot more WA breweries coming over here yeah. because I just feel like, yeah, it's not... It's an, Another world that we just don't get to see much yeah, of. Yeah, no, so. I need to go over and visit Perth. I'd um, love to go over Perth. Yeah. yeah, I don't know you don't really see too many citrus wheats. I get or like well, we fruit, don't see a lot of wheats, American wheat or wheat. We don't see a lot of Amer- American all. wheat. Yeah, as a, as a style, in Australia. Like, the the main one I can think of, and it's not really an American wheat, but like taco is along these lines. Yeah, I think taco would be classified. Yeah. As the I, I, I always I've always thought American of it as wheat. one, but I don't yeah. think two birds yeah. call it. Yeah, I call it a pale ale. Yeah. Well, it's got wheat in it, right? Yeah, yeah. It I think it's in more it. American yeah. wheat than it is a pale ale. Yeah, but yeah, just nice and nice and smashable. So um, this episode is coming out on Friday the twenty fifth. Yep, just before a couple of days before the hottest one hundred countdown. Hey, uh, Adrian here. So you probably noticed that it's not the twenty fifth of January when this episode came out. Um, so what happened was uh, I was 
probably a quarter of the way through editing and just got really, really busy with work and just didn't have the time to um, to finish the episode on time, basically. So instead, I'm releasing this uh, after the results of the uh, the Hottest 100 poll have come out, and I will post a link to that in the show notes. And I guess you can just follow along as we make some incorrect and some inaccurate predictions, and a few correct ones as well. Um, yeah, so back to the show. Yeah. Um, so we thought we'd uh, try a hand at doing, you know, not not. It's not a like we're not going to score ourselves or anything. Um, yeah, we did that once. We did that yeah, once. Yeah. Yeah. It was very complicated. It was, it was weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you who who won? I kind of remember who won. Um, I think I had some zingers in that yeah, one. I think, yeah. might, yeah. I think you might. have yeah. won that one. I don't know. But we're just going to sort of think about what we what, what we what we sort of expect to see from the countdown, and you know, maybe maybe think how is it going to be different from last year. Yeah. So um, quick recap from last year it was uh, one two three was Bolter XPA. Um, Stone Whip Pacific Kale and uh, Ben Spoke Crackshaft from out of nowhere. So, do you guys think that top three is going to stay the same? I think that those three beers would be the top three beers, but I think, think the, the order, order will... will mix around a little bit. Do you think Stone Wood reclaims their position, or I think so personally. I think Bolter will drop. Yeah, but part of me, and I want to say that I, th- I wouldn't be that surprised if Ben Spoke takes number one. Okay. Mm. Ben Spokes That'd be pretty done a huge. lot yeah. this That'd year. That'd be pretty huge. And they're, I think I've just seen them out more and I've seen their beers around a lot more this year. I yeah. think on the same token, Stonerwood has done a lot this year as well. They kind of, they've made positive moves and expanding their brand. They've made other beers. Yeah, but, but they've I think also put Pacific Ale in cans. Pacific yeah. Ale in cans will be interesting to see what that does, but I think yeah. what Stonerwood's done this last year is actually moved the focus a bit away from Pacific Ale and just to spread their wings out yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. There's been more seasonal releases, and I think that's the best. I think I really think it's a good thing. But yeah. if their only goal is to get Pac Ale back to number one, I don't think. I mean, I think, you know, release, honest, releasing really it in think, cans in December is a pretty big, like, yeah, you know, timely was, move. It was like a festive season thing. Yeah. yeah. I honestly, I don't think that they're that fussed anymore. Oh, no, no, I don't think they are. As, I don't I no. think they, they really, you know, they ha- I think they, I mean, it's, they're happy. They're, they're happy winning. because they're making shitloads of oh, money yeah, from their but beer. But I don't think, I don't think, like, yeah. you know, some pe- some breweries say, like, you know, they don't need the, the status. Hundreds is yeah. a really big thing. They don't need the status of the And you can see an uplift of sales if you can get into the top 10 and sort of stuff. I don't think. Sales of Pacific Hell are going to drop if they drop down another. Place. No, I don't think so. I mean, I think that drop from number one is always going to be a hurt, but that, it's that's more yeah. of a, probably a bit more of an ego. I think thing. it's a pride like, thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pride thing, right? Um, but I think then, especially the Bolzer, like they're no, not yeah. not that they, I don't. They, they, I think they they um, from all accounts they have a good relationship. It's more just like, but you know, they're, they're, it's a it's a pretty similar beer, pretty similar area. Like it's a you know, like yeah, and then different set of circumstances because there's not like sales involved. But like you think about Feral was number one for so long. Then they dropped down. There was at number two, and then it's really dropped off. Yeah, it's like the face it's, off of the, the it's off the top ten as yeah. of last year. But that was there was a backlash to the sale. Yeah, involved yeah. with a lot same, of that stuff. Yeah, as same well. with um, Pirate Life was top three for a few years, and then it's yeah, still in the top ten though. Yeah, yeah, Pirate Life. Yeah, yeah. But do I, we do we think Pirate Life stays in top ten this nah, year? No, I think they're gonna. No, I, I, would, I would think that they would drop down. I was actually quite shocked to see Newtowner in the top 
five last year. It, it was, was number top four. four. Yeah, it was number um, four last year. Utana is yeah. It's I mean, if you want to look at market spread, like that that beer yeah. is fucking. Do you everywhere. remember when Utana was just sold in Newtown? Yeah, yeah. And now <laughs> you had to be in the twenty seventy seven postcode. Was it? Tw- is it twenty? Whatever uh, Newtown yeah. one is. Yeah, you had to be in the postcode. And then it was like, no, nah, then you got to be in the West, and then you had to be in New South Wales. And it's like, now oh, it's, it. now yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's, a, it's a crazy one. Like, I know pubs in the Inner West do crazy volume of a new towner because uh, it is so popular in the Inner West, which is, you know, has a claim to be the beer capital of, of Australia. Like, it's or at least one of. I think you said that right where it has a claim. Yeah. Um, it has a claim. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's the only yeah. one, but it has a claim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, it's, I think, yeah. It'd be interesting to to see how Newtown it does. Um, I th- I think my other prediction is that Kaiju Crush will go up. Go up, yep. nine, yeah, yeah, ten yeah. last year. Sure. I think I think that will go up this year. I would probably set that around six, around there somewhere. Yeah. Um, um, do you I think? think um, do you I think, think Pirate, Pirate Life, Life will, will go drop, down? I think yeah. Pirate Life will go way down. Yeah, like, I don't, haven't really heard much yeah. from them. That said, I like I see Pirate Life merch fucking everywhere. Just yeah, like randomly, but is that brand new merch or is that just the flow-on effect? Maybe I don't know. The one thing I will say is that every single time I walk into a mainstream bar now, that's a CUB bar, yep. they've got Pirate Life Pale on tap, and like you know, like you walk into the you know where was I? The Ritz in in Marrickville, and they don't really look after their beers, whatever. But it was like you know, pints for scooters night, and there's Pirate Life Pale Ale on tap. It's like I could. I yeah. can settle with that while I'm with my non-beard, one sure. good beer drinking friends, you know, like, yeah. Well, it's the same as, you know, when we drink four pints at the at the stadium. Exactly right. Like, right. It's like, yeah. it's, not, yeah. it's not what I'd choose to drink elsewhere, but if that's what you've got, I'm not going to complain. Um, um, I, no, modus operandi. I think, was it 12th was the highest last year? But they had... With Tenant, yeah. Yeah, but they had quite a few beers in the top 100. Um, I, I kind of see them staying around that. I, I, yeah. I don't know if they'll crack top 10. They could. I, yeah, I don't really remember them making big waves last year, so I'm not sure if they'll move I think very much. Um, Filter might have a big... Were, I just think Filter really, yeah, had a really good year. They were 33 um, for Xbox. Yeah, they'll, they'll move up for yeah. sure. Yeah. I, I could see them being top 20, if not top 10, but... Um, yeah. I thought they'll be knocking on the door for top 10. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I, yeah. I, and I hope so, because I really like that beer. Yeah. And I think if you think last year to this year, probably I'd say a, a big chunk of their sales last year would have been within Sydney, New South Wales. Yep. Where I think they've really stretched more I mean, across the, across yeah, the they're, country. They're, or like, they're, they're know, definitely in more places states. now, yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think there's been a lot of filter stock in Melbourne. Yeah. They've been producing some beer in Melbourne. Yeah, I know. Like um, I know when, in their year in review, uh, Ale of a Time mentioned filter a few times so yeah, cool. it's definitely down there i think they have been expanding uh I, I think they will move up whether or not they'll make the top 10 i hope so but i'm not sure uh, what's a beer that each of you would love to see in the top 10 that you might really see might not even make the top 100 um i would say uh the beer formerly known as sourpuss from Wayward, which has always been knocking on the door. Yeah, like it's, been it's around, made the, it's made the hundred a few it's times. Been in, it's been in the like the the ninety to hundred. Yeah. Do you um, think the name change will affect the ranking for that beer though? Because people might look for Sourpuss and go, "Oh, what was not there?" I think people look think, for Wayward first, yeah. right? I think like, the timing of that's happening. Like, it's not like they just changed it this week. Like, no. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. It's interesting you say that because my pick's another Wayward beer, um, and I think. Besides Filter XBA, probably the beer I've brought the most six packs of would be Pilsner? the Pilsner. Yeah, the Pilsner is fantastic. Um, yeah, and yeah. that those two beers, have, you know, yeah, yeah. been my beers of the summer, and, um, and such I, a good addition to their range. I think like it was just a really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's one that I'd love to really see in the 
top 100. I'd be very surprised, to be mm. honest. I think, you know, I think Wayward's putting hedging all their bets on um, Raspberry Bill and Advice, which <laughs> they had to think about that for a second. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, um, but yeah, I think, I think that would be nice to see that. Yeah. Really um, crack it. I don't, yeah, I think I think Wayward's done a really good job of getting more out there. They're, that that tightening their core range was was uh, a really good move, I think. Um, so it's a bit less confusing. They got they you know got rid of a few beers that were a bit less uh, like a bit bit more esoteric and, and made them seasonals like Fusami and Charmer and um, mm. and just focus on those that, that mm. tight four, which is uh, I think is yeah just really smart and hopefully it it, it, it pays off. I think it's paying off for them sales wise. I I just love to see them get a bit more, you know, recognition in the hottest 100. Obviously, I'm I'm a bit biased, but single fin was number five last year. Gage Roads. They seem to be making this big push into New South Wales, and then it like uh, it looked like it's dropped off. I don't know. Keep on getting told that they're making a big push in New South Wales, but I've never really. It's not all about New South Wales, though. Like we don't know what's happening elsewhere. So no, but they've identified yeah. New South Wales as a market. Yeah, and I guess so. pretty and sure I think I've read articles opening a brewery. Yeah. There, the... I've heard rumours that they are looking to open something on yeah. this coast yeah, and okay. that New South Wales will probably be it. Maybe that's the push that we haven't quite seen yeah, yet. Yeah, I, I just, because um, I, I remember seeing, for a while I remember seeing them in places where I wouldn't expect it and then that sort of died off. I, I don't know. It's, um, I think they've got a good traction in the eastern suburbs. Like, Okay. Yeah. But that's a hard place to get traction in as yeah, well. So yeah. that's, that's you know, that's always good. Um, I think it's because yeah, of their, had, their, what, their two, rugby union sponsorship had, probably. Yeah, so single fit at five and then the little dove at 11. Yeah. That's pretty solid. And pretty well. I remember the last couple of years stewarding the Sydney Royal, like that always scored really highly. And yeah. as a steward, when we used to, you know, I don't know, somehow some of the beer fell into our mouth at the back somehow. Somehow. Uh, <laughs> that beer was always tasting really mm. good. Yeah. I think two years ago they got a gold, I think. Mm. It was definitely up there. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Other breweries I, I, I think will do well and I hope, I think Capital. Um, yeah, hopefully they do well. I mean... I we, we you you and I Tom visited Capital recently yeah. and we were super impressed with you know not just the facility but like how yeah. they approach everything and and we went through that you went through that in the episode yeah and I'm well. glad that you guys got to go and that it wasn't yeah. just me like that yeah. I think yeah. you guys saw, and it was really cool because the, that and... the episode came out just after we'd been and so hearing them talk about stuff that we'd seen in practice was was really cool yeah um and yeah I think they've got uh, and if and if not this year I think they have really good beers. Um, really cool approach. That tap room's fantastic, mm. um, and I think they've they've just got there. I think they're just doing things the right way. That's so their coastal. I, I think was their highest last year at twenty five. That's pretty good. Um, yeah, I reckon the hop rocker will. Yeah, will, rock hopper. Yeah. Rock hopper. Sorry, will overtake that. And I I could see that in the high high twenties. Yeah, yeah. Um, that yeah. I think their um, their summit session XPA has been doing really well for them as well like that could yeah that's a good um, beer yeah it's yeah. a really good beer i remember we, yeah. we we had it at the brewery and it came out and it was, it was hazy as it was like yeah. it looked like pineapple juice and it tasted like pineapple juice yeah but like really nice and it's 3.8 i think and it was just mm. like it was a hot day it was with you know it was it was perfect i just we'd just driven from sydney to canberra so yeah. i was like fucking I could do and i was this. impressed with like yeah i was impressed with a lot of capital uh the venue i thought was really good it's amazing yeah. i thought the the bar staff yeah were really good um Really, really knew that knew the beers behind the bar and could talk about them really well. Um, and I was just really impressed with the depth of their of their range in the bar and how good everything was. Yeah, tasting. I agree. Yeah. Um, one brewery I'd like to make the top one hundred. Um, just just make the top one hundred, but it, you know, if I had my way, if I had my way, they'll make the top ten, top three. Uh, it's Wildflower. 
Um, oh, we've already hit our quota this year. We've <laughs> already spoken about. On. I I I was thinking about this earlier. Yeah, I think the thing with Wildf- what what beer do you vote for? Exactly. Um, so my favorite beer last year of theirs was the International. I drank a lot do of that. Do you think it's? But do you think yeah. it's fair that? And you know, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. That like I haven't even I I didn't look up Wildflower in the voting system was. You know, was it blend so and so, or was it just gold? No, it was just gold. Vote? There wasn't. It wasn't split up into blends because the the point with the the point with the blends is is it's meant to taste the same every single time, and it kind of does. It's not meant to taste the same. That's why they, otherwise it would just be called gold. The idea is that it changes, and each one's unique. It, each one's unique, but it's like he blends it to a certain flavor profile. He doesn't. I, he doesn't I strongly he, disagree. He doesn't. Why he doesn't. He doesn't wildly change. Blends. He doesn't wildly change the flavor profile every time. Otherwise, he'll name it something else. But he. But that's why he has other. But beers. The whole reason why he numbers them is because each blend's different because the yeast is changing and evolving and the whole. Well, and they're different flora barrels. Each barrel oh yeah, so exactly it is changing right. absolutely. So changing. what he's saying is this beer, as in blend ten, is going to be a different beer than blend nine. Otherwise, I wouldn't differentiate the different blends. So they're but, different beers. But it's. Blended to the same pro- flavor, flavor profile, like you would, like for example, an Oud Gurs would be different every year, but it's blended to the same flavor profile. But for the purposes of voting in, in the one hundred, say someone has a blend they just didn't like that blend, right? And then someone else has another blend which they thought was mind blowing, and they vote for that blend. And this guy goes, "Oh, you know, Wildflower Gold got number nine this year, but I had blend ten, and it was I thought it was really shit." Doesn't that create confusion and against what the whole Hottest one hundred is about maybe, but like you know, if there was a shit batch, I of think, Ace, I, I, if, if there was a shit batch of the same parallel, it'd be the same issue. Yeah, it's like saying that the Bridge Road Bar series is all one beer, and you can vote for that as all oh. one beer. No, nah, completely different. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a bit. <laughs> It's a bit much. I think it's. Should um, we get Topher on this episode to yeah. clarify? Would, like, you know, I'm, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate and stirring shit a little bit, but I, I I do I I do think that it's unfair. But I think that's why he probably hasn't been in the hottest 100 before. It's like there's so many different releases. How do you get yeah. one to get all? The I also way? think like I think one of the big reasons why Wildflower hasn't made it or didn't make it in last year was a they were pretty young and b that. Their no, di- distribution doesn't... was very tiny. It's like it's in the collective consciousness, but it's very, sm- it's still a very small distribution. Well, I know. I also think it's it's like for for guys like us in yeah. the in the circles we you know run in, wildflower seems ubiquitous and like it's everywhere, and we can always try it, and it's great. We love it, but it is a very esoteric product that appeals to a very you know small segment of beer drinkers. Mm. Um, did it make well? Did it make the top two hundred last year? I believe I, I, I it can't did. remember. Um, Just branching over last year's, I think the first beer I can see that was not a year round or was pretty solid release would probably Corbin D twenty five. Yeah. How do you think Akasha's going to go this year? I think they've had a really good year. Yeah, they've had, had a good year. Good year. Um, I think maybe that mix up will change a little bit because I think it's. I get the feeling it's probably they've had really good traction with their core range, and not so much about. Yep. A specific release. I think Corbin D's doesn't have the hype around it that it that did, it did. Have. Yeah, and I think that's just because it's, it's just been out for a little while, mm. and it's that just, just suffering the same thing of oh, I've already had that one, so I'm yeah. not, you know, I don't think it's anything against them, but yeah, I think they have had a really good year. Um, so um, sort of actually, this segues a little bit nicely. This um, one of the beers I voted for this year was from this. Uh, okay, yeah, nine so, fingers, yeah, yeah. So we're so drinking, we're drinking the, the nine the... fingers. What is it? Um, 
born in the US Ale. Yep. Uh, APA. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so I voted for their smoked porter. I really, really enjoyed that beer. That was their first beer, right? Yeah, the, the smoke on the porter. Yeah. Um, and is the story that they won a homebrew comp? I believe they got to brew so that with, beer with, with, with Frenchies. Frenchies? Yeah. Is that how it started? I, I think so. I think that's right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that, that smoked porter is great. And this, this is just a nice, a nice um, APA. Um, and this one pretty is classic that a Frenchie, yeah. Frenchies as well? I believe so. Can looks it, like it. It always reminds me of a Frenchies can. <laughs> Like the, the design the, is yeah, the design. similar yeah. with the color styles and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, um, it's still really fresh. It was um, uh, packaged on the fourth of this month. So it's fresh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a pretty classic American pale ale. Yeah, it still has that kind of um, almost not quite biscuity, but almost biscuity malt. Profile. Yeah, and it's got that really nice, like yeah. like that really nice dark gold, you know, color that. Mm. You don't actually see beers that are this colour too much anymore, do you? No, I think we might have talked about this in some other episodes yeah. about, you know, you don't see this, like, you know, bit of crystal-based yeah. um, malt, malt beers hardly anywhere as much anymore. Um, all right, should we, what do you reckon, go to recommendations or? Yeah, let's take a quick break. And then yeah, take a quick yeah, break. We'll finish this beer off. We'll pour out the last one and go yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Sessionable. All right. All right. Now we're back? <laughs> now we're back. Is that just the first time you press record this whole day? Yeah, or? fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, this whole year. <laughs> All right, we're back, and uh, we've got one last beer in front of us. Yes. And it's a beer, another beer that I brought back from the States, oh, from Hawaii, and this is from Waikiki Brewing Company. And I was staying in the building that they had one of their breweries. They got two breweries. So Waikiki is like kind of like the surface paradise of, yeah. um, of Honolulu. It was, wasn't really too into Waikiki, but... This just is, north, so this is their Bolter XPA. Well, just north <laughs> of Waikiki is, um, and I can't remember the name of the suburb was where the original Hawaiian brewery was, and that region's kind of like a Marrickfield now. Yeah, and okay. there's like that's cool five breweries that are all within like walking distance yeah. from each other. So one of the breweries I went to was called Honolulu Beer Works, and I started there, having a few beers there, sitting at the bar. The guys are like, oh, "What do you do?" You know, "Oh yeah, from Sydney, working in the beer industry." And they, they were really cool, and they like they actually one of the guys is like, I'm just finishing work in five minutes. We'll have a beer, and I'll take you over to show you another brewery that's down the road. Oh, cool! And the stuff like right behind a list of all these breweries to go check out, and then went to that brewery, then went to another brewery, then went to another brewery, um, and ended up at Waikiki Brewing Company, and they had a smoker out the front, and they were doing smoked wings. Nice, and that was pretty good. So yeah. I smashed a, a plate of smoked wings and had this beer, which is their Skinny Jeans IPA. It's a West Coast IPA. And I bought this back for Adrian because Adrian's always saying how he just wants a good West Coast IPA. Yeah. Um, and yeah. And it is. It is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's like, like as you know, we were, we were saying when we poured it, like, I haven't had a beer like this for a while. It's like nice and clear, crisp. It, it still has a bit of malt character, but it's like, it's very dry and... Just a big, yeah. dank hop. Like, Ugh, so not, good. There's nothing juicy yeah. about it either. Yeah. It's no. just like... Just big. Yeah, yeah, and the tasting notes for it was pretty funny because I like it was weird because this is like the most like it looks very different to every other beer they had in their range. I'm like, why do you have this hipster beer called skinny jeans? And the guy's got like you know hipster skinny jeans in the front. But the tasting notes is like very much along the lines of, you know, once upon a time there was this unknown beer style that, you know, used USO five and it was really highly attenuated, there's West Coast IPAs and you know, yeah. before there was Neepers, it was had this hop forward profile and yeah. All these trends of sours yeah. and all that stuff. Here's just the beer that was pretty good. So it's like we're like, fuck it, let's go back to that time and yeah. just brew a West Coast. I really like yeah. that. Yeah. So that's why I brought it. Um, but yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, should we go into recommendations? Let's do records. Yeah. Non beer. Yeah. Sure. 
Um, I've got a podcast to recommend because you nice. know you know me. Yep. This is this has become. I've been wanting to recommend this on the podcast on like for a, for a long time. I've been listening to it recently, and it has become my favorite podcast. It's called Heavyweight. Uh, and it's a show, it's hosted by this uh, guy, Jonathan Goldstein, who used to be a producer on This American Life. He's done a bunch of stuff. He's very funny. And he basically goes to people, um, he finds out what their like biggest regret in life is, and then he tries to help them confront that. So, there's an episode, um, like the first episode, he basically reunites his dad and his estranged brother, and they, like, you know... His dad's a strange brother, so his uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, you know, it is very touching and moving. And then there's funny episodes. Um, like, there's an episode where the actor Rob Corddry, um, who's in a bunch of stuff, he's very funny. He, when he was a child, he broke his arm. Yep. But his family doesn't believe him. They don't remember that he broke his arm. And so, he, he, like, they go on a quest to prove that he broke his arm as a kid. <laughs> it's, very, it's very funny. Like, there are some episodes that are... Laugh out. Every, there's always there's always humor in them. There are some laugh out loud funny. There are some that are so unbelievably touching. It's just really cool, and it's really well produced. And it's like yeah, nice. I binged the whole. There's like three seasons of it. Yeah, uh, it's all just it's all just free on whatever podcast app you use, and it's just brilliant. It's really good. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Um, as I had a bit of time off work over the festive season, and I came back from overseas. I had time off work, but I was ridiculously broke, so I stayed home and I watched heaps of things online. And um, my older brother was telling me at Christmas time about he's been smashing through the series, so I got on SBS On Demand, and it's the Dust Boot series. Oh, there's a series of Dust Boot? It's fucking okay, awesome. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I like the submarine yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. They made a series out of yeah, it. Oh, sick. And so the first yeah. season's out now, and I've just read that they're going to do a second season as well. Oh, that sounds like um, way up my alley. It's fucking yeah. really cool. Yeah, and cool. it's like not just all on the water either. Yeah, and like okay. there's a couple of different storylines. Yeah. So, um, you know, like the, um, the main like uh, sub base was actually in France. Yeah, okay. So it's like... You know, the storyline going on, on, you know, there's a sub out there, but then there's like other storylines from other people connected who are on land. And so there's like multiple plot lines going on. Um, But yeah, really, really cool. Well worth watching. Nice. Awesome. Um, So yeah, I smashed that. I think the first season's still on uh, SBS On Demand or ABC. SBS On Demand, I'm pretty sure it is. That sounds like an SBS type of thing. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. And they are coming out with the second season because the first season ends on a pretty, pretty decent cliffhanger as well. Nice. All right. Um, I'm going to recommend a game on the PC called Slay the Spire. And it's kind of like a, it's like a roguelike. You go up this spire fighting enemies until you reach like the fifth level boss, whatever. But it's like it get, gets progressively harder. And it's, you know, it, it's pretty challenging. Um, and you play with cards. So you fight enemies and you get draw you draw like five cards per round and you have to use a certain amount of cards per turn um yeah it's fucking but it's a pc game yeah it's a pc game at the moment yeah, right. be meaning um, to play it it sounds yeah right so it's in early access or it's about to leave early access so it's on steam um it's on steam yeah. uh, but i think it's going to be coming out on other platforms now that it's I believe it's coming out on Switch. Le- yeah, now that it's leaving early access, it yeah. will be coming out on other platforms. Which is sick. Oh. Super addictive. Like the first time I played it, I just picked it up and it was like eleven o'clock at night and I'm like, all right, I'll just see what this game's like. <laughs> and like, you know, a couple of hours later I die and I'm like, oh fuck, I've got to go to sleep. <laughs> nice. So yeah, yeah, cool. It's one of those kind of games. Awesome. Yeah. Really what was fun. It again? Slay the Spire. Slay the Spire. Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. Sweet. All right, beer time. 
Um, so I'm not going to recommend a beer. I'm going to recommend it's a, a sort of a big joint recommendation, something I've just stumbled on, which um, some of our listeners have probably already um, found. But it's this resource on the internet, um, Milk the Funk. Yeah. Yeah. Milk the Funk's pretty good. So cool. And the, <laughs> uh, specifically, again, like I'm, I guess I'm doing a second podcast recommendation, but um, the podcast is really good. Um, and the wikis have got so much information. The wiki is really good, particularly the, now you're you're going to be doing a lot of beer studies, Tom. It's, it's a, yeah, it's a really good reference, good resource. Yeah. Um, and the, the, the Facebook, Facebook group is pretty good. Yeah. yeah, so just that that whole yep. um thing. And the I've listened to a few episodes of the the podcast now, like, and it's 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 awesome. It's really cool. Yeah, another one you should check out is the Sour Hour. Yeah, that's yeah. on my list. So I'll, I'll yeah. be I'll be I'll be checking that out. Yeah, it's good. But yeah, Milk the Funk's awesome. Yeah, yeah. how long are the episodes? Um, not super long, like, yeah. like, uh, 30, 40 minutes, I think. Yeah, sweet. I might get it. There's that. not a lot of episodes of the no, podcast. It's, pretty... it's not like a very, very active podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more like, just like, it's a good thing to pick up every now and mm, again. Yeah, but like cool. the, the wiki is really good. Um, I really the, recommend The wiki has a... a lot of like technical information and I was like trying to read through it. One of my like, favorite things. Oh my God. What, I think what am I reading? It's, <laughs> it's originally a resource for, for brewers and homebrewers. So it's like, it is yeah. very technical, but yeah. yeah, but it's pretty cool. Yeah, but you know, people like Topher, Brayden, yep. and these type of guys all, have yeah. all been pretty I've active I've seen the, on I've seen active in yeah. the Facebook group. And, yeah. yeah. My favorite thing on the wiki, uh, I think it's on the wiki, is like, is this pellicle or is this this mold? Yes. <laughs> and it's just like photos. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, yeah. My beer recommendation is I went to Staves last weekend. Oh, cool. Caught up with a few friends, went to Staves on Sunday. Um, hadn't been there for a little while. And the beer that really stood out for me was this their Pale Ale. It was American Pale Ale. Nice. It's really, really good. I um, really like Staves, but they yeah. I, I don't get there enough, even though I live like next I live door. literally it's, on the same yeah, road on it, as it. And crazy. I really should get there a lot yeah. more often than I did. But yeah, I had a casual catch up on a Sunday there. Um, it was funny because we got there. It was about three o'clock in the afternoon. You know, it was just us at the back and another group. And then... Next thing you know, so this food food truck pull up. I'm like, oh, oh, that's cool. Enough. Stays yeah. did a food truck. That's new. The next thing I turned around, there's like 30 people lighting up at the bar, and I was like, why does everyone look like they're like they're in they were in the movie Grease, but now they're just older, but still wear the same clothes as they wore when they were in the movie Grease? And I realised <laughs> they're doing swing dances upstairs. Okay, yeah. So they had a whole bunch of people doing swing lessons, smashing beers, and Sick. yeah. Awesome. It was a good vibe. It yeah, was really cool. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. Had a really good afternoon sitting out in the sun there. Nice. Um, yeah, and if you get a chance to go there, the pale ale is tasting really, Sick. really good. I'll, yeah. uh, I'll, I'll, I need to get there soon. I've been meeting to for ages. Yeah. yeah. Let me know. I'm always, I'm always keen. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Um, I'm going to recommend Akasha's latest seasonal, the Bittersmith IPA, which is the grapefruit IPA. I had that a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it is, is so really grapefruit heavy. Like It's yeah. probably the most grapefruit tasting grapefruit IPA I've had, mm. like, like, yeah. it, it just smashes, you know, Elvis juice out of the park. And that's pretty grapefruity. So, yeah, I had it the other night at um, Bitterfuse birthday um, weekend, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually, it was actually not the first time I had it. Uh, I remember, like, I had it at Bitterfuse and I was, like, texting, texting a friend going, oh, yeah, it's fucking awesome. Um, you know, you should try it. And they were like, yeah, Adrian, we had it when you came over that, that, that other night. And you just don't remember because you're a fucking alcoholic. And yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> but yeah, it's fucking tasty. I went. I actually went to a car for the first time a long time a couple of weeks ago, and um, sat there with a few other people, and you know we're just getting rounds. By the end of it, we we're just it was like every single time six grapefruits, six grapefruits, yeah. six grapefruits. Yeah, nice. so like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that beer. It's a good, really yeah. good pick. Yeah. 
Awesome. Um, as always, you can find us on um, Apple Podcasts or whatever you listen to podcasts. Please rate and review. Um, you can go to our website as well, sessional.net. All our contact details are on there. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Um, feel free to shoot us questions or comments or whatever. Awesome, guys. Right. See you again. Cool. Catch you next time. Yeah. Bye.